Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast with me, your host, Gina Keeping. So as I'm recording, I'm recognizing that my voice is still not back to normal, so I'm sounding a little raspy today. (laughs) But I'm super excited today because Emily and I decided to pull back the curtains and share with you a behind-the-scenes of shift. I mean, I think sometimes what happens is you see the end result and you think, oh man, like that was easy peasy. (laughs) And Emily and I are both really big on transparency and we wanted to share the behind the scenes, pull back the curtains and give you a real raw and honest conversation about the struggles and how we navigated them for shift. So without further ado, I invite you to go grab yourself a cup of coffee or take us on your walk with you today and have a listen. And we hope you enjoy. So, hey, Emily, what'd you do the weekend? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nothing. Just went to Starbucks, you know. Oh, yeah. Nothing nothing big on the go. Nothing big on the go. Just had a relaxing, chill weekend. How about you? Oh, same, same. <laughs> oh, how are you feeling? I am in, what's that meme where Will Ferrell, he says, it's like I'm in a glass, what is a glass container of emotions? <laughs> I like that. I like that. I am having all the emotions and uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know what to say or do or yeah. How about it's you? It's been a world worldwide whirlwind. Here I go with my my Gina-isms again. Um, it's been yeah. There's been a lot of emotions, and for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, but we had our shift event this weekend, and Emily and I decided that we would come on and do like a real raw behind the scenes part of the shift event, mm-hmm. and. We're here processing and we decided to push play. So you guys could be in on like our little pull back the curtains kind of meeting. So here we are. (laughs) (laughs) So where do we want to begin, Gina? What do you want to start with? I think we should start about how you felt about the day and maybe kind of go from what that day was, kind of set the tone for people who might not have been there. Um, And then we share all the juicy stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So the so we had a shift event on on Saturday and I mean we'll get we'll get real and honest with you about like the nitty-gritty of moments of our day where 
we had doubt and fear and <clears throat> coming in, but holy shit. Overall, like literally, no exaggeration, that was one of the best weekends of my life. Mm. Like Friday night going there, doing the sound check, dancing to the music, seeing the hype crew. And then Saturday, like having a party in our hotel room, like getting our makeup on and our hair done and getting dressed. And and then the VIP party after the shift event, like everything. And then Sunday morning, we got up and we did the sound bath with Maria. And oh, it was just like, it was, it, like I said, it was one of the best weekends of my life. And I'm really grateful that I was present in the moment. Do you remember right before we went on stage, I said to you, Gina, take a mental picture of this. I did. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was incredible. How about, what about you? Overall thoughts? Oh, I mean, you know, we'll get into it in a little bit, but I had leading up to, there were was so many highs and lows for emotions for me. Um, but the day event, um, I think the word that sums it up for me is just blessed. I just felt so blessed for the work that we do, the people in that room, the transformations that were had, the energy of the room, the people who just came and like went all in on themselves. Mm. Um, it was just truly amazing to be in that room. Like it feels surreal. Yeah. I, and I don't like saying that because I don't want to be like, oh, you know, like, but truly like, I, I feel like this week is is going to be all about grounding that emotion and that experience in for me, at least. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. But I also feel like things have shifted in me as well, which is really cool. So yeah. I feel when you do things that are scary and you do things that are in alignment with your vision and when you do it and you feel this, like, ah, this is what I'm meant to be doing. It's this instant, like up level, you know, I don't know. And like you say, it's, and I think this is a common theme. Most people are saying it's so hard to put into words. It's like yeah. one of those things you can't describe, but from my perspective, looking back and like seeing the videos, it does seem surreal. It's like, yeah. Well, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> and we jam packed a lot in that day. We did. We really did. <laughs> and I got to be honest, I absolutely loved the VIP experience. And I need to clap myself on the back. Here I go again. Pat myself on the back and give myself a clap. <laughs> <laughs> clap yourself on the back, Gina. <laughs> because I stayed up till 1130 and shut the place down. <laughs> right. Yeah, your husband Dwayne was like, she ain't staying out long. Like, uh huh. Yeah. I proved him wrong. <laughs> but you were having a time. Oh, I haven't sent you the video. I got a video of you like dancing it up at the very end of the night behind Steph. Oh and my God. Yeah. I remember that moment. Oh, so much fun. But I mean, the day was a huge success. And the feedback that we've gotten, the, I keep using the word transformation, but. Yeah the transformations that happened in the room, the calling bullshit on the stories, the saying fuck it and going for the things that they desire and want in their lives. Like it was really powerful to be in that room and oh, go ahead. And we were just conduits for it. Oh, 100%. This is nothing to do with right. you and me. This is just, it's all about them, you know? Yeah. Um, and I believe that our experiences and our hardships have brought us to a place where we are that conduit, where we 
are able to be that. But uh, you and I have said this so many times, like this is not about you and me. Yeah, it's not about you know? us. No, it's about those people and whatever you believe in, source, God, spirit, whatever. I truly believe that it's like, I can't remember half the day. It's almost like a, something comes over you and you just go, right? So yeah, I don't I don't believe it's about us. I believe that there's something bigger that, mm. yeah. And I wasn't going to say until after the podcast, but there's a crow right outside the branch of my house and I need to take a picture of it. Oh. And those people who have listened to the podcast know that, Crows are like a sign for my dad. And he's like sitting there staring back at me in the window. It's wild. Um, so, so yeah, I guess, I guess we're doing something right. <laughs> so one of the big reasons why we wanted to come on and do this podcast, and we knew this as we were going through the process, we were like, mm-hmm. ooh, the story we'll get to share once shift is done is going to be so helpful to people out there is because I know that some of you listening right now, or most of you listening, probably see the shiny stuff, see see the success. But we big had butt. a, a big butt, <laughs> we had a slog of a journey to get here, mm-hmm. and we want to share the hard with you because the journey to get to that day of shift was. I would say for me with my coaching business, ever since I've been an entrepreneur in this particular field, was probably the hardest journey that I've had to date. Would you agree? Ooh, yes. (laughs) Yes, I, I feel that the growth that we have experienced since the last shift event and what we've done and what we've had to go through, whew, yeah, it has been challenging. Mm. So to give a little back- so rewarding. <laughs> really so rewarding. But to give you a little background, so you kind of are caught up to speed, we did our first shift event in June and we launched it. We had the idea for it in June of 2022. We had the yeah. idea for it in February, 2022. We started to get the ball rolling and the end of March, so basically the first week of April, we put ticket sales out there. And it like tickets just flew like, like we were overwhelmed at the support and our first shift event went so well. It felt so easy and I don't want to say effortless, but it was just like, we knew, okay, we are meant to do this event and help these people. And so the June shift event went so well and we knew we had to do another one. So people were asking for it. They were like, when's the next one? So yeah, yeah, we, we knew that after the event, people wanted more. Yeah. So we, we were like, all right. And then we knew we wanted to do one in June or not um, January. Yeah. And October comes around and we're like, shit, we haven't promoted this yet. We got to get the ball rolling. Right. And we rushed it and it was very much so the first event we had like all the excitement people knew we were working together we had all the teasers and like people were like they could not wait and this time around what we decided to do was to hire and get some help because we were while it was easy it was a lot of work Mm -hmm. so we were like okay Let's make it easier on ourselves. So we were so busy hiring people <laughs> that we forgot, oh shit, our launch plan. <laughs> I remember <laughs> we were sitting on my patio and we were like, it was a Wednesday, I think. And we were like, holy shit, doors need to open like tomorrow. Literally. We recorded a reel on my patio. Yeah. 
And boom, like people didn't <laughs> didn't even get a chance to build excitement. Yeah. So we, right? opened, so we opened the wait list and then the doors, I think officially they could get tickets on the Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> it was a flop. It was a total flop. And we were like, fuck. Like, yeah. shit, what do we do? Like, what did we do wrong? And And while we were able to kind of pinpoint what we did wrong, we were like, okay, how do we regain momentum at this point? You know? And it was this really weird, I don't know, but for you, but for me, and I know it was for you, actually, I don't know why I'm playing coy there. (laughs) Um, We both trusted and we both knew, like, it was like this visceral, like, no, like, we know this is what we're meant to do. Yeah. So we had to use that P word again, which is pivot. Yeah. <laughs> but I truly feel, you know, and maybe, maybe we can kind of go through that like process a little more because mm-hmm. the first one, we almost had the opposite happen where ticket sales went through the roof. And then mm-hmm. towards the end, we got a sale or two, but it was like, we had tapped into our market. Everybody who was going to be there, we had a hundred people in the room mm-hmm. and it was amazing. Great yeah. for, you know, first event, but it was relatively easy. Yeah. So then this time around, like, God wanted to first. test us a little. A little? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I guess then after that, Emily, we really like the conversations we had were amazing. And I think that's my favorite part of us working together is the growth that we have together and the deep conversations that we have and how we challenge each other, which is amazing. But recognizing that we had to shake up how we were doing things and pivot, you know, because I, Throwing in the towel wasn't an option. Yeah. Oh, I think that's a really good point. Point number one. <laughs> throwing, throwing in the towel is not an option. No. Like when you want something, when you have a dream, when you have a desire, when you have a vision, you can't you can't be willing to throw in the towel. That wasn't no. an option for us. So yeah, the end result, the event we knew was going to happen, but how we approached it and how we got to it had to change. So, you know, this is really good for those people who have goals, who might be getting resistance against their goals. Like, you know, sometimes you have to switch up and shake up how you do that, but the goal is not negotiable. You know what, Gina? Oh, I'm getting goosebumps here now as I think of it. We were willing to fail. Oh my God, we did fail a lot. Yeah, we, we were yeah. To publicly fail. Yes, and we most people there. are not. Yeah, we went there in our minds, and this is not to manifest shit happening. It was for like keeping it real. Of like worst case scenario, like we. I remember sitting down on a Friday night. Probably not the most fun thing to do on a Friday night, but sitting down on a Friday night, being like, "Okay, Gina," because I'm I'm like the numbers lady in in our relationship. Yeah. Cheat <laughs> money, girl. In their, in their wifey <laughs> relationship. And I sat down on a Friday night. I went through the ticket sales. I went through our expenses. And I remember voxering you and saying, like, where ticket sales are right now, like, we're going to. It was $18,000, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like close on 20 grand that we were going to lose on the event. And mind you, this is like November. I think it was actually even December. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. So, so yeah, like, that could, 
this was like not even a month out and we were looking at our numbers going oh shit we're gonna lose a lot of money on this we've spent a lot of time on this it's been like our baby that we've been birthing Mm -hmm. and it was going to be publicly known because you would be able to see it in the room when you showed up that like 30 or 40 people were there and last time we had 100 so it's like that ego thought of like ooh. That's yeah. going to be embarrassing. Like, look at you. But we were willing to fall flat on our face. And I remember yeah. you and I had this kind of aha, like pivotal moment of we 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 called our ego out because remember we wanted, we were like had that affirmation of like, we're going to sell this out with ease and blah, 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 and have 150 people in the room and blah, blah, blah. And then it was, you brought it, like you brought it to our attention. And I just remember being like, of like, it's not about the number of people in the room. If we get one person in that room, we're showing yeah. the hell up for them. Yeah. And that just took off all the pressure, all the ego embarrassment, all the shame, all the, ooh, are you going backwards? Are you failing? Like, maybe you're not. It took all that away. And we just yes. went into, we're here. Like, why are we doing this? We're here to yeah. serve. We're here to help. Yeah. Even if it's one person who buys a ticket and shows up in that room and we lose tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah. We are there to serve the shit out of them that day. Yes. Yeah. That was really powerful. And to take that even a step further is that once we had that realization, we also said, okay, well, let's be creative. What would be really fun? How can we look outside the box and do things differently this time? And then that led us to going on Rogers TV and going on CBC Crosstalk and like being Mm. exposed to new people and new avenues that if things went right, we wouldn't have had the growth that we had. And you had a download that I want to make sure that you share because I truly believe that looking back now, we can look at why that growth happened, but can you share the lesson and that thought that you had about why this was challenging? Yeah. I remember I was driving across the Island. I was on a road trip and I was doing some journaling and some reflecting and I had my journal out and I said to God, I said, why are you making this so hard? And I heard if I had made it easy for you, you wouldn't rise to the level that I need you to be. Hot damn. Right. And I was, and it was just like immediately like, Oh, I get it. Cause if we had show, if we had opened the, the doors on that first day and tickets had gone really well, we, you and I both know we would have sat back and been like, sweet, well, we got people in and we would have not shown up for the people that needed to see us outside of our, you know, circle, so to speak. Yeah. But not only that too, I feel like in the world that we are in, we also were afforded some really cool business, business lessons that can now help us better with our clients. Like Mm. we made some hires that were not good decisions. Mm. You know, we made some investments that were not good investments. We, so we had to navigate some things and, you know, it's easy to say, oh, maybe we should have did it this way, but sometimes you got to do the freaking thing to figure out, oh shit, I should have done that differently, you know? So I really believe that all the ways that we navigated it, the talks that we got to have, the exposure that we got to have, those experiences prepared us even better to be on that stage. And that's a beautiful mm. thing because- We the F up. We did. We really we did. did. When when I call it God, when God tested us, <laughs> we were like, we got to show the F up. So like you said, we reached out to radio, we got on TV, 
We went to networking. Like we got to speak at like this business networking event. Like we showed up and started to share our message confidently. And it, it, it anchored us in our why when we got to get on these platforms and share about shift, it anchored us back in the why and the energy behind it. And it got us excited about shift instead of focusing on what wasn't going well. Because I think that's really important because sometimes the journey can be difficult. And I feel that the first one came easy to us. So we would do a second one. And then the second one was like, okay, we're going to teach you a few things, but we are here at the end of the second shift event, ready to plan the third. So I feel when you double down on the why, and I know you hear a lot of stuff about the why, but I mean, like really get into that gut feeling of like, why are you doing what you're doing? Mm. And we have reminded ourselves time and time again in while we're doing the work that we're doing. And I think when you have a why that's big enough and when you can dive in and work with the ego, like beautiful things get to happen. Yeah. When giving up is not an option, like you said earlier. It's not an option. Another lesson that's coming to mind is it also was a lesson in focusing on the good because Mm, as we were put, you know, forking money out for deposits and like you said, hires and people we had hired to help us to try to make things easier. And we were seeing thousands of dollars go out the window. So it felt it was easy. Like we, we caught ourselves and going, Oh my God, like this isn't going well. And that's not going well. And we took a moment to be like, wait, wait, wait. Yes. But there are things that are going well. Yeah. Look at the, I don't know how many was at the time, but like, look at the 30 people who have signed Mm -hmm. up. Look at the people that have been incredible doing this journey with us, like Meg and Andrea and Leah and our graphic designer, Heather, like all, like we do have some incredible hires. So like bravo to us. Yeah. Yeah. For finding these people and like attracting these people and like, yeah, there were some hires that didn't work out and, you know, some bumps along the road. But if we think, if we think that we're going to, you know, never come up against that, then then we're like, you know, we're fooling ourselves. 100%. And I'd rather be in the game and have these lessons rather than be on the sidelines, hoping and wishing that, Ooh, you know, maybe I'll give it a try. It's like, no, we're going head first. And I love that you said that we are willing to publicly fail. And Mm -hmm. that tells me a lot about our mission and what we're doing and why we're doing what we're doing. Because if it's all about the aesthetics and how you look, is it really about the mission then? Mm, oh yeah yeah right and I think because as you're talking I think my most favorite part of this whole entire journey is the conversations and personal growth that we both have had together like it's been so beautiful like to watch like from my perspective like watch you grow and then like how we just been helping each other grow and you're you know you leaning in and helping me grow and just yeah. the expansion that has happened as we have navigated this together is really beautiful. Yeah. And from a practical perspective, I want to add this in about like what to do when things aren't going right, so to speak, is yeah. practical perspective is to look at it. Like, <laughs> yes. Look at the freaking numbers. <laughs> yeah. Look at the numbers, like confront the fears. Don't just pretend that they're not happening and try to like talk your way or like 
manifest your way out of it like or hustle your way out of it like this is not a hustle hard it's more about looking at what's like you said looking at what's not working and figuring out a solution i think some people have roadblock and roadblock and roadblock and they just feel like they need to hustle through that but it's like no like there could be something you can do to get around that because yeah sorry i think i interrupted you back to you that's that's what i want to say is like we looked at the numbers because like that Cause so often the things that, so, you know, in my world doing money mindset, a big thing is people don't look at their bills. People don't look at their bank accounts because it's like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Well, if you want to change something, ignorance is not the way. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And so we knew that it almost felt like a sinking ship that we were on. Like we were on the Titanic and we were going down. So, you know, looking, getting real with what was happening allowed yeah. us to metaphorically get a, a get a lifeboat and save ourselves versus sink with the ship. Yes. But I also want to talk about, because as you're talking about that, I also want to talk about making decisions from lack. Oh, yeah. Because I know, I know where you're going with this. You know where I'm going with this. <laughs> because when we sat down and we were like, Ooh, Emily, we might have to fork out $18,000 for this event, we had, we started the conversation of like, well, we got to get rid of VIP. We got to blah, blah, blah. And we started to go down this desperate energy and we both checked ourselves and was like, hold on a minute. Like, yeah. And by anchoring and having the conversations that we did and coming back to the mission and, and really changing our mindset around that, like, we were able to, I feel, bring a different energy. We were falling into that desperate energy for a little bit, mm. you know? Um, what was your experience on your end with the whole, like, possibility of, like, we might have to cut the VIP? You know, I, like, so, yeah, we both were like, oh, shit, like, VIP, <laughs> you know, if we cut that, that would save a lot of money, you know? And then we, yeah. you know, we went into the the practical side of it of, like, oh, shit, like, how are we going to tell that to our VIP, VIPers and refunds and all that kind of stuff? But when we checked ourselves, it was like we both decided that we would rather fail and go for it than play it safe and save money. (laughs) Well put. And it was that. And I I think there was a a time there, too, where we're like, well, you know what? If we take the loss, we take the loss. We're we're take the loss like that. Like this is a business. You know what I mean? And go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, because one of my favorite things that Seth Godin shares is he talks about, you know, how in the personal development world, people, people say, what would you do if you knew you, you couldn't fail? Mm -hmm. It's easy to talk about what you would do if you knew you couldn't fail. But Seth flips it on his, on its back. And he says, what would you do if you knew that you would fail? And that's what we were committed to really. When you think about it. Yeah. We were facing failure like head on the whole freaking time. And it's like, what would you do if you knew that you would fail? We would still do it anyway. And that's, I think, where the magic comes is when you would still do it. I'm getting goosebumps when you would still do it anyway. That is where the trust and the faith comes in. And that's where the universe gets to say, all right, I got you. Yeah. So and look how amazed, can you imagine if we didn't do that VIP, like the VIP event was so incredible. And after talking to different people about the VIP event, 
it's so much more than just go and get a three course meal, go to the red carpet, uh, get your champagne, go like all the things that we had there. The conversation, I got the hiccups. The conversations that I was having was like the internal shifts that they had when they went VIP, when they stepped into the room with people who were paying that upgrade to be in an intimate setting of people who were like smashing the shit off things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was beautiful to witness the internal growth that happens when you step up and you're like, yeah, no, it was so much more than what, you know, the yeah, image just, of what VIP is. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was a VIP for us. Like it was an energetic upgrade for us because oh we yeah. bought out the restaurant. Like it was it, like it was just us. We bought out the entire restaurant. We had a red carpet there. We had a, a 360 photo booth, which was so much fun. Yeah, And like, alcohol like it was free alcohol you know until dinner ended like yeah we went all in but yeah. so to kind of like jump now to the the ending of the story so to speak or this chapter at least is so ticket sales were going slow we're going slow we're going slow and they were starting to pick up you mm-hmm. know a week or two before they were closing but still nowhere near where we wanted them or needed them to be and then literally literally the last day of tickets closing like doors closing i think we had something like 30 people buy their tickets so we had like a 50 percent increase you know we were at like 60 ish people by then or maybe in the 50s and like 30 odd people yeah bought their tickets on the last day so tell me that's not you know the true test from the universe and that faith in like at the 11th and 11th hour and 59th minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, the universe is finally like, all right, you trusted me. You had faith. You knew this was, was inevitable. Yeah. I'm going to give it to you. It was incredible. It really was like, and we trusted right to the end. And, you know, I just think there's such a big lesson in that. And I feel not enough people share the behind the scenes of this. I think a lot of people see the day of, like you said, the shiny part, everybody dance and everybody like, woohoo, which is yeah. great. Like the day mm-hmm. was freaking incredible. Like I'm mm-hmm. sure you've seen all the social media stuff. Like it was an amazing day, mm-hmm. but we would n- not be doing this justice, especially in the the mentorship that we do where we would say, oh yeah, that was easy. That, that wasn't easy. (laughs) You know, it wasn't easy. And I think it's important to know because most times when you're going after a goal, when you have bumps, if you're not seeing people share their bumps, you think you're doing it wrong. You're not doing it wrong. Mm. You know, Mm. and we really wanted to normalize that if you are in a bump in the road right now, that it's okay. We have bumps too. Everybody has bumps. And it's just so important to stop and lean in and look and also trust the process of what you're doing. So that's what we wanted to share. And I mean, we're sharing the before and like the after, but I'd love to dive in now, Emily, to like before we got on stage and leading up until like we did our work. You want to dive into that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dina, I'd love for you to share, you know, the personal things that were going on if, if. Yeah. Yeah. So. But during Christmas, I think it was the 29th of December, we got news that my dear aunt, who is a very, was a very important woman in my life, 
And we found out that she had cancer on December 29th, which was, I think it was the same day that, no. So we were getting like messages. And on the day that ticket sales closed, we found out that she was going to do the assisted death. The cancer had spread. It was, um, it was very fast growing. So on the day that ticket sales closed, we had so many exciting memories and emotions of, yeah, like we did something great. We had all this trust. It was like this beautiful, you know, congratulations. It's all done. But at the same time, I was mourning that I was going to have to say goodbye to my aunt. And then leading up to, we found out that the day my aunt was going to cross over was the Sunday. So my so mom was to so the day after the event. Yeah. And my mom was saying goodbye to her sister on a Saturday and I was stepping on a stage and I had so many emotions, like to say I had the highs of high and the lows of lows, like it was like an emotional roller coaster, and I really had to sit with it. And then, you know, Emily, I have to thank you again for all your support and, and just having someone for me to lean on. It's, it's hard to run an event and there's so many things to be doing. And then we were talking as we were planning for the day and I decided with your help, I don't think I would have been able to do it without your help. Um, decided that I would share it on the, the Saturday number one, because I really feel being authentic is important. And number two, I thought the message of sharing that two things get to be true. You can have so much joy and excitement and happiness, but also be heartbroken and, extremely sad. And I think sometimes when we go through things like this or hardships in our life, we polarize it and only allow ourselves to feel one emotion. Mm. So yeah, for me, I would love to be able to say that everything was like, woohoo. But as you know, that would be a fat lie. Um, I would be like, oh my God, I'm, I'm so proud of us. And then crying and bawling the next moment. Like mm. it's, it was, it was an emotional roller coaster. but I thought it was so important for people to hear that those two things get to be true that, yeah, you don't always have to sit in pain. It's okay. And is actually encouraged to feel the joy too, you know? Mm. So yeah, that part was extremely hard for me. Really, really, really hard. Yeah. But and knowing- I'm sorry. I was saying you showed you showed up on stage and you shared that and you had the room in tears. Yeah. And it really allowed people to, like you said, be in the joy, be in the joy and be in the grief and the sadness simultaneously. Mm -hmm. The two get to coexist. And you know, it really brought the lesson of how often in life when something goes, you know, quote unquote wrong, we blanket the entire month or even year, year. with, mm -hmm. you know. Well, this was a shit year, you know? Yeah. Or we, we come up with a story because you could have easily came up with the story of like, why is this happening to me? God, why would you do this to me? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm trying to, you know, rise up and do this amazing thing. And you got to bring me down with this. Yeah. Like, that's not fair. We go into the, that this is happening to me, not for me. And not that you yeah. need to get the for me right now. Right. But yeah, we can get in, into such a, a story that's disempowering and, and, isn't true. No. And I, I believe this, and this has helped me tremendously is that when something bad happens, I don't need to make it about me. Sometimes just bad things happen, Ooh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And 
that doesn't mean that anybody hates me or that someone's out to conspire against me. It just means that something really bad happened. We don't do that when something joyful happens. We don't say, (laughs) why me, God, why did you give me this joyful thing? So it's allowing the joy and the pain to, to coexist and to feel each one very deeply and to honor what it means to be a human freaking being. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I don't make it anything about me, you know, I don't generalize and say, you know, and Dwayne always says this to me. He's like, the things that you've been through in your life, you know, would break most people. I don't say that to sound cocky, but when you're given hardships, it really truly is up to us how we navigate them. And that doesn't mean stuffing the emotions down and not feeling it, Mm. you know, but I'll be damned if I'm making it to my death day and only feeling pain because pain is inevitable. Pain is going to come. Hardships are going to come. And it's my responsibility to find the joy and watching my aunt go through her life and live in complete joy. I know she would have wanted me to get on that stage that day. Absolutely. I, I do. And I truly believe that finding the joy doesn't mean that I I don't feel the pain, you know, and you can feel both and be an incredible human being. It doesn't make you a bad person for wanting to smile and laugh during the pain. So yeah, that's just something that I've had to lean into and to, to look for the lesson and how I can bring the light into the pain. Because like I say, if you're at your end of your day and all you've allowed yourself is to feel pain and like, what is the point? We get to feel both, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Saturday was hard. Saturday, you know, it was hard for me to talk about that. And, you know, I I, I want to bring this up too, that partway through the day, I was like, whew, like it was, it was heavy. I was feeling all the emotions and we were doing an exercise with the audience and Emily and I were doing the exercise on the freaking stage. Yeah. And it was just like, whew, okay, Gina. And I realized that even though I got up and I shared my story and, and all that kind of stuff, I was feeling guilty. I had this guilt and I, I felt like you can't go all, all in today, Gina, you can't go and be what you normally are. You, you have to tone it down a little bit because you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause and you should I, be grieving. You should feel sad. You, you know? Yeah. Which yeah. I did yeah. But in that moment, I could still be Gina and feel joy. So mm-hmm. I checked myself on the stage and everybody probably didn't notice, but Emily and I were like writing things down on the paper because I was like, and then in that moment I caught myself, I'm like, no, no. And then I turn it the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, and it was like a light switch went on. Like, well, yeah. to be honest, like, so also sharing the, you know, behind the scenes and pull back the curtain was Gene and I in the morning, like, so there's a, there was a break we had halfway through the morning. And obviously we had a lunch break too. And, you know, we were checking in with the hype crew, like, you know, how's it, how do you guys feel? Like, what's the energy feel like on your guys end? And they were saying like, oh my God, it's amazing. But to be honest, Gina and I, went to our hotel room for the break and we were like, something's feeling off. Like we don't yeah. feel like we're like at a hundred percent are like a game. And the exercise that Gina is talking about, you know, where we did, we did the workbook with, with everyone who was there was this exercise and, you know, taking the limiting belief and asking yourself, who would I be without this thought? And what can I believe instead? And in that moment, it's like, who would I be without the thought? Well, I would be free. I would trust. I like, what can I believe instead? Like coming back to, it's not about me. Like let go, let God, 
Um, and we know we, you know, we can be our own hardest critics. So uh, (laughs) we had to just be like, all right, even if we feel like we did a shitty job, it's probably still amazing. Right. So we just, it was just like this moment of like, fuck it. Like we just had this freedom come over us. And I feel like the audience probably didn't notice it, but you and I both had this moment of like, like, all right, like we are here now, you know, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Exactly. Yeah. So it was really cool to experience that where we were having the doubts we were having the, Oh my God, is this going well? You know, all that kind of stuff. And just like, no, like trust, 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 trust. That was a big thing for me when I just wrote down, like, just trust. Yeah. Yeah. And I find for me, because I think sometimes when you're going after your goals and if you have impact as your desire, and I mean, I've talked, I've, I've helped coach a lot of clients on this. Is there like, I'm scared. I'm nervous. What if I shag up? What if I do this? But that's worried about ourselves. Right. And mm. anytime I take it and I'm like, Gina, honey, it's really cute that you think this is about you. <laughs> this is not about you. This is about them and putting it back on what they're receiving and how I can help them. Mm. It just like, it just takes all of my pressure away. And it's like, right. This is really like, I'm not doing this work because sometimes the ego can be like, Ooh, how are you going to look? Whatever. Mm. What are people thinking? But I feel anytime I lean into that trust and I'm like, you just got to trust yourself. Like one of the, the audience members came up after the event and was like, did you guys plant those people in the audience for the questions? And we're like, oh, no, no. Way. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. My cousin Sarah, she's like, did, like, did you guys have that? Apply? No, I was like, we didn't know all these people. So it was like really trusting and allow ourselves to be like, no, it, I, I trust myself to know, to know what I'm going to do in the moment, you know? And when we're all in our head and we're thinking about all these things, it takes us away from our, our true potential and power, I believe, you know? Yeah. So Gina, Emily, <laughs> wifey, what's your deepest dark secret? <laughs> I think you know them. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, were there any doubts, fears? Like, give us the, give us the give dirt, us the Gina. Dirt. <laughs> was there anything that was going on for you internally before, yes. during, after? All of the above. (laughs) Um, I, my biggest fear, and I I had to be honest, I, this is the event that I really, really surrendered to trust. But my biggest fear was that my pain and my grief was going to take over and I wouldn't be able to help anybody. Because I love this, sorry. No, I'm not going to apologize for crying. Fuck that. Um, I love this woman so deeply. And she's had such, uh, like, she's like a mom to me. And mm. I was really afraid. And I know I've said this to you. I was really afraid that when I got up and I talked about it, I wouldn't be able to hold it together. Mm. <laughs> um, there was that fear. And then when we came back to, actually, before we went out <laughs> and we shared this at the shift event, um, before I, I went out, I was a little angry. Um, and I had a moment where I cruddy chopped the air and gave the air a kick and I got mad at God. And I was like, if you're giving this, you goddamn well give me better. Give me the strength to be able to go through this day. Um, so the fear of not being able to help people, 
um, to bring all these people in the room and then my grief be the thing that took over. I was really afraid of that. Mm. And then I felt a little bit of anger. Mm. And then I didn't feel my 100% best. And then after we did the exercise, we gave ourselves a little kick. Uh, it was like something. And I was like, okay, whew. Um, so yeah, those feelings were there, Emily. And mm. I'd be lying if I said, yeah, I, I was a little bit afraid of that. But in the same breath, I had this radical trust. Um, and I knew like it was a visceral feeling that I knew that I wouldn't have been put in the situation if I couldn't have handled it. Yeah. So surrendering to it and using it as a lesson, not a curse, I think was big for me, but yeah, I had fear and anger. Those were my two big emotions. Um, before, during, after the event for me, it was gratitude always gratitude, gratitude for you, for every woman and man that sh that showed up in that room for the support that we had, um, for being able to do this work. Like, yeah. And today I feel like I'm feeling all the emotions even more deeply, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's been a, like a roller coaster of emotions. So yeah, those were the ones for me. How about you? I want to, I want to know yours too. Well, as you know, Gina, like the night, before when we were doing sound check and you know hype crew was there and you know things were getting ramped up and we were starting to see the people who had flown in for this event i had this real real strong discomfort around shining essentially yeah because now that i examine it essentially it was this limiting belief of if i shine it means someone else doesn't get to shine yeah. And I felt really uncomfortable leading, essentially, like feeling like a leader, well, being a leader of this event and getting on stage and speaking because I was afraid that people would think that I thought I was better than them. And like, it, it was very uncomfortable knowing that people were flying in and taking their hard-earned money and their hard-earned time and resources to be at that event egotistically like what my ego would tell me like for me and you right when we know it's not about me and you they're coming really yeah. for themselves we're just helping them <laughs> yeah figure themselves out so thank god for you because you really helped me with that and coached me that night and i had this big shift around no when i shine it doesn't dim others lights or it doesn't make others feel less about themselves when i shine it's an inspiration for others when i shine it shows people possibility when i shine it helps other other people's light shine even brighter and i'm just yeah i'm just here to illuminate people in in the space and it was really amazing to experience because the next day i got up you know saturday and it was a big day and i allowed myself to fully embrace shining without feeling bad or feeling like somebody would think that I was, you know, all that in a bag of chips, you know, full of myself. And it was just like, no, like I, I fully got to be in the energy of like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's blow up this shit. Like, oh, like yeah. <laughs> oh. so it was big oh. for me. It was big for me. That is big. 
And I'm so proud of you, Emily, because I remember I got you to walk and could do that little walk thing. Yeah. And it was so fun. But I wish that you could see what you've done for me. And I truly believe, Emily King, I would not be sitting here with you if you didn't shine your light. So I am always here to remind you of that fucking light that you have. Um, and people need it. There's already too much darkness in this world. And you are a lighthouse, my friend. Thank so you. I'm always here to remind you of that because the world needs this. People need this, you know. And if anything, that room you lit up over 100 people in that room that day. And I'm just so blessed to be doing this work with you. All of the challenges. I would not want to be doing this work with anybody else. And for those people who might not have been, <laughs> might not have been at shift, I threw myself under the bus and I told over a hundred people in the room that I used to judge Emily. <laughs> <laughs> that old bitch. <laughs> God. And, you know, I'm all about owning my, uh, you know, my whatever. I'm owning it. But when you, I judged Emily, because I wanted that light and now I found my own and we're illuminating in one big giant lighthouse together. So, you know, yeah. I think that's a beautiful thing with this work as we're helping other people grow. We're growing too. Yeah. And the, to be honest, to share currently what I'm experiencing, I don't know about you, Gina, but like to your point earlier about like letting the joy and the sadness or whatever coexist. So what I'm experiencing now is holy shift. Like, look what we just did, like the expansion and the elevation. And at the same time, I'm witnessing the ego coming in being like, yeah, ah, 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 like trying to like talk me down and like, no, Emily, like that's it. It's one and done. Like that's not coming. Like, so the cool thing, and this is where the, the work goes into practice is I'm not believing the ego. I'm witnessing it. And I'm like, isn't that funny how you're coming in right after something so wonderful happened? Right. So it's really interesting. So that's currently what uh, I'm experiencing. And, and yeah, I'm going to spend some time journaling on it and meditating and all that goodness and putting our tools into practice. But just to share, you know, honestly and authentically, like that's now like the, the experience that I'm having. Yeah. But I, I love that you brought that up because how many times we pop on a call and go, I have to share what my ego is saying. And we would talk it out. And then we both go like, how funny is that, that we, we get to witness and laugh at our ego now, whereas before it was very much of like, it was a truth, you know? So. And I think that's a key takeaway for people here is like, when you can, when you hear that ego, when you hear thoughts that you're like, this one doesn't feel so great. Get it out of your brain as yeah. soon as you can by either chatting it out with someone, chatting to a coach, chatting to a friend, putting it in your journal, like get it out. Cause the longer you leave it up there, the more like it just grows, right. It exponentially it grows. So and then you believe it to be a truth and then it's even harder for you to dissect it. But yeah, yeah. Calling it out and saying like, no, this is bullshit. And like, we actually say that, like, this is bullshit. Like how funny is this that this is coming through? Like, yeah, and I, I do. I think that's a really point. good point to make is, is don't sit with them and ruminate on them. Yeah. Because yeah, they like, that gives it power and yeah. Take, take back your power, you know? So I want to ask you one thing before we wrap up is what would you tell Gina, the Gina five years ago, now that you know, where you are 
Holy shit. Well, <laughs> I think one of the, oh no, I think the, the very first thing I would say to her is that you might not have any support right now. And everybody thinks that you are throwing your life away and that you're throwing away your pension and you're making the worst decision of your life. But there's going to be a day when you realize that believing in yourself was required before anybody else could believe in you too. Mm. Whoa. The chills. Yeah. Yeah. And that's coming full circle now. Like, there's been a lot of people who didn't believe in me who are now coming back going, oh, shit, I fucked up. Um, and while the ego wants to be like, yeah, I fucking told you so. But yeah. it's also that pat on my belief that uh, I pat on the back that I am so glad I had the courage to believe in myself when nobody else did, when nobody else could see my vision, because I truly believe that every single person has their own vision and their own, their own gifts. And it's up to us to believe in it. We can't let other people believe in something that wasn't given to them. That was only given to me, mm. you know? And if you're listening and you have a belief and you don't have anybody believing in you right now, believe in yourself first and it'll come around. Mm. I need I, my questions are lame. So I'm just going to ask you, I want to know yours too. <laughs> what would you say to yourself five years ago? I'm like, well, what year was that? <laughs> really yeah. So that was what, 2018 now. Okay. Mm -hmm. the, the, you know what? The thing that, like, I'm trying to think of like something, you know, epic to say, but to be honest, all that I keep hearing in my head is just like, I would just, Give that Emily a big old hug Ugh. and tell her I love her and tell her to take it easy on herself. Oh, I think we all could use that lesson, Emily. Yeah. Yeah, take it easy on yourself. Because being hard on yourself doesn't, doesn't make the path progress any faster. No. Mm. Yeah. It's like, you're going to, you're going to get to where you dream of. So it's like, do you want to do it the hard way or do you want to do it like the loving way? And, uh, yeah. So I think that's, that's what I would tell her or do, do for her. That's profound though, Emily. Mm. I'd like to ask you an original question instead of me saying, well, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> What would you say has been the hardest part of navigating something like we just did that in the beginning, there was not a whole lot of evidence saying that it was going to work out. What's been the hardest part for you? It's hmm. been the hardest part. You know, I'm, I'm having... I'm having a hard time coming up with an answer because I know it's going to sound like cliche or whatever, but like I truly always believed. Yeah. As I asked that, I was like, well, because if she asked me, what am I going to say? I don't know what I would say either. Yeah. Because it had that's growth in itself. Like high five on that. Because <laughs> <laughs> like from day one, when you brought this idea to me, 
it was like a it was like a knowing of oh my god yes we have to do this it wasn't even like a which is interesting because like i've had partnerships that i've done before in the past with my business and it's like that kind of like this is gonna go well like who's gonna show but like when you brought it to the table like literally <laughs> it was just like this knowing so I've always known, and you and I like call the <laughs> would like have these conversations, like when ticket sales weren't going well, being like, I know the evidence isn't showing it to us, but like I still believe, I still trust, I still yeah. know it's all gonna work out. So we always had that. So I would say that was there, but in terms of just hard, the hard that's come from this journey is. Hmm. You know what? I think it is, and I'm still working through this, is surrendering my plan. Because for years, you know, for years, I've been a solo coach Mm -hmm. doing my thing and and having the, okay, I'm going to do one-on-one coaching and I'm going to do a group program and I'm going to do, you know, passive courses. And like, that was the path. It's kind of like when people you know, adults get into adulthood and they think like, okay, I got to get the house. I got to get the wife or husband or whatever it is. I got to get the job. You know, it's like the check boxes. And it's kind of like I was doing that in my coaching business. Now that I reflect on it, it's like, okay, I got the one-on-one coaches. I got the programs. It's like the check boxes were done. And I think this and where it's, where it's gone and going really shook, has shook my core of my business model, so to speak. And really surrendering of like, okay i don't know where you're leading me but i'll i'm i'm taking a ticket i'll sit up front (laughs) oh i love that i love 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 that yeah so it's been surrendering my plan and giving it over to god and going all right let's do this let's see what you got but that's kind of the theme of like this whole podcast episode is like surrendering sometimes yeah we get we have a plan we knew the destination ish but it's also trusting yourself and sometimes because sometimes the plan can distract you from the thing that you're meant to do. Like exactly like hello teaching. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I was so on that path that it took me having a complete, you know, Oh, bless you. A complete, like whatever happened, getting sick and stuff for me to go, okay, maybe this isn't the path I'm supposed to be on. Right. Right. So yeah, yeah, that surrendering piece is absolutely beautiful. I love that. Yeah. So whilst I, you know, I love the the business model I had for years, it's really sure. And, you know, throw into the mix of it, I had a child, you know, just a year, you know, not even a year and a half ago. So that's a whole new life change. And only what, four months into having a child, the whole shift thing started. <laughs> so it's like all that I knew and like the quote unquote plan just got, flipped upside down like you know and it it it, it, and I mean we started a new business we did and I've really kind of put my my own coaching business to to the I don't want to say to the side but just put a a pause on it um so I can really explore what this this new chapter is all about yeah yeah to flip it back on you now I mean I don't know exactly how you worded it but (laughs) What's been the hardest part of the journey for you? I gotta be honest. I regret asking that question now. 
because <laughs> really. your answers were beautiful, but I, I really, I'm with you on this. I think for me, oh, I don't know if I want to go here, but here we are. Mm. Um, I think the hardest part of this journey is some of the relationships that have fallen away as I embark in this direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so mine will be more of that personal level of letting some things go to step into my desires fully mm-hmm. um, and not in like an egotistical way, but in a way of like, if the people in your life are not happy for you and don't want what don't want the best things for you and there's conflict is like letting those things go and not making it anything about me I don't know if that makes sense if you don't have the background this might not make sense but um really yeah just letting things go and not beating myself up over it because as you know my heart I carry things with me so it's like having the things go that need to go to make space for the things that are meant to come yeah that has been quite a journey for me. I don't know. That's not exactly business related, but. But I mean, me witnessing it behind the scenes, like I'm really proud of you because there's been huge growth there for you and allowing yourself to really step into the full on Gina that is meant to shine and be here and show up. And it's been, it's been really amazing to witness you experience that. Thank you. appreciate that. Mm. it's a wild ride and here we are but yeah we wanted to record this episode while it was fresh to really showcase and like pull back those curtains of like yeah it's not always as it appears you know (laughs) and to to, to add to that and sometimes it is as it appears like true you saw on social media of what happened saturday yeah that yeah that's a really good point that that shit's real (laughs) that shit is real like that energy that vibe that transformation like that is real and you can't even if you talk to anyone who was at the day everyone's just like you can't put into words because you can't you just had to experience it for yourself and it's kind of like you know when you go on vacation and you go home and you show people the pictures and you're like the pictures don't do it justice like you just Ah, same thing it's like you just it just yeah Trying to put into words just doesn't do it justice. So that shit was real. But yeah, like, yeah. don't confuse the shiny, shiny stuff. We're thinking that's what the whole journey was because it wasn't. Exactly. And I also truly think that that growth never goes away. I think yeah. as you navigate and you go after your dreams and you go after your desires and you're, you know, going for that next thing, I think you're always going to have the growth. But I think the most beautiful part of all of this, Emily, is that we had a lot of struggle. We had a beautiful end result, Mm. but we actually enjoyed the process. And I think when you are, when you're going after your goals and you're, you're, you know, creating this life that you freaking love, I think you have to enjoy the process because if we waited for only the day of Saturday to celebrate and be proud, that's not enough to sustain you to go the whole, like, cause like that event took us six months to plan and it was, it's a lot of freaking work. 
Yeah. Your goals are a lot of work, our listeners. So it's like, how are you going to enjoy the process? Because if you enjoy the process, the end result is even sweeter. Mm. But I really think it helps you sustain yeah. and not just because, you know, every time you you celebrate a win, every time you enjoy the process, every time we're like, I'm fucking proud of us. Like you're releasing happy chemicals in your brain and you're getting these dopamine hits all the time. But yeah. if you're shitting on yourself and you're hard on yourself and you get your head down for six freaking months for an event and that's when you celebrate, mm. it, you're not going to be able to sustain. Yeah. So as you're going for your goals, even in the hard, two things get to be true. You could be, something could be hard and you can celebrate. Something could be mm. challenging and you could be proud of yourself. So don't allow one emotion to override all the rest and, and be, be proud of all the steps that you take, even yeah. the hard ones, even the ones that are quote unquote failures, like celebrate it all. And I'm really proud of it because we would take those moments as we were going in the process to go, this is what it's all about. This is the journey. This is the joy. This yes. is, this is it. So I'm really proud of us for, for being in the moment and letting yeah. ourselves experience all the emotions as we're going through it. Um, so to wrap up, I want to, I want to touch on like, what's next for shift. Dun, dun, dun. Nah. Well, I, gotta, I gotta be honest. I am super pumped for what's next. Yeah. Um, we obviously know that immersion and high touch and really diving in and getting your environment to match your goals is super important. And mm -hmm. one of the things that we're doing this time around is we are doing a shift version mastermind. Now we did a version of this last year or is it last year? Yeah. We just kind yeah, of put up in, yeah. In December, the yep. whole new year, right? We just finished one up in December and our clients had fantastic results and we are even doing an even better version yeah. of it. So we've revamped the SAS program to the Rich Woman Mastermind, which includes a down south retreat. It's for entrepreneurial women who are looking to really live the rich woman life, but not necessarily all just financial, but rich from the inside out. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is like the mindset, um, designing your life by your own terms, like really pulling back um, all the disbelief and all the reasons why you can't have what you want and just infusing so much joy and love and freedom and yeah, just empowering our clients to, to do what we're doing. What we're living right now is helping people create that for themselves. And it's a four month immersion program, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's total immersion five yeah. days down where we dive into your business and it's going to be incredible, you know? Yeah. I'm really excited to, we only have space for 10 women or men. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to work with 10 people, in depth and have that sisterhood and that community and that accountability and that energy together. Cause I mean, yes. Yeah. People got to experience what it was like just for one day, like eight hours. Imagine four months of that. I know. Yes. Right. Like and if you so, can change that much in a day, like you say, imagine. Yeah. And I love how, you know, somebody who already is signed up, she said, you know, with the investment, she's like, I know that. I'm getting this investment back, right? Because she knows the transformation she's going to have. She knows that her going all in, it's inevitable that the results she desires, like this or something better is happening, right? And Absolutely. that's the energy that you want to be in. You don't want to approach this mastermind like, 
mm, like I hope, you know, it's like, no, when yeah. you're joining, you're joining. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, I've been on the flip side where I've thought I could do it all myself. Like with that teacher mentality is like, no, I can build a business on my own. Everything's figure outable. I can do it. And it is that, that, that is very true. But if you want to collapse time around your goals and get there, like, in four months instead of four years, then mm. like the, these are the rooms you want to get yourself into. And Emily and I, we consistently and quite often put ourselves in our own rooms for our own growth because yeah. we know the power of it. We're not just here saying, Oh, join ours. Like we do this work too, yeah. you know, and that's how we were able to get to where we are and where we're going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've talked about our own personal goals about how we're going to invest in our next step. So yeah, it's, it's a, in my opinion, there's nothing out there like this on the market. We don't run like your typical mastermind. It's not a sit down and be coach kind of thing. Like we really dive into um, integrating and embodiment and yeah, just doing all the things. And we have some amazing perks that if you are one of the first to sign up and, um, yeah, we got some incredible things going. So if you're looking yeah. for your deeper level, look no further. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to, I know the easiest thing is probably go to our Instagram account at the shift event. Yes. And if you click our link in our bio, you'll see it there. We'll also put it in the show notes, but I mean, everyone's on Instagram. So yeah, go check out our Instagram. You'll see the application there. You'll see the website there of all the details of it. And we can't wait to get the party started in, in February and kick off the mastermind for 2023. Oh, it's going to be incredible. Yeah. Ugh. Well, Emily, this was really fun. It was. I love I'm you. So proud of you. I love you too. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. We hope that you are having an amazing day. And mm-hmm. if you want to go deeper, go grab your, yourself a spot in the mastermind. And if not, mm-hmm. we'll see you around. Yeah. And make sure if you did love this, you know, let us know, share, you know, share this on Instagram, send us a DM, let us know your biggest takeaway, your aha. We are all about community and connection. And so we love, love, love hearing from you. So shoot us a message. We don't bite. Only on Tuesdays. Only on Tuesdays. We bite. (laughs) Any other day, we're good. So we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And hopefully we'll see some of you in the mastermind. Thank you.